0: All right, everybody, welcome to Jurassic Views, another post-game react. This is a morning devotion, knowing that we're on the West Coast, Uh, a bit hungover from uh, Chris Boucher's block party in the Bay Area. Unfortunately... We got a loss, so we're also got a hangover from that. Zaya joining me on the pod today. Zaya, how are you feeling, man?
1: Well, I'm feeling much better. Last after a night's sleep, I had a, a glass of whiskey, a long walk outside past midnight to process the loss, um, and uh, but uh, you know, I didn't want my emotions to overtake me, so. Uh, I feel calmer now and ready to probably give you a a more reasoned analysis of the game.
0: Okay, Um, so so let me know. But
1: but let me tell the listeners, I'm pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) Let
0: me ask you two questions, man, two questions, two quick ones. On your walk, what was the number one thing you were processing? And number two... In your sleep, were there any nightmares or any good dreams about Bridgette? <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: talk let's talk about Daphne later. Um, um but to uh to, to, to let's let's start with your first question. Um actually to be quite honest, uh you know, if I pull back, um I think I was impressed with um our, our guys, uh, our main guys, I have to say, uh, for the most part, uh, that's Pascal Van Vliet, Um, least impressed with uh, Kyle Lowry's uh, first half performance. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But, uh, you know, he, he showed up in the, he showed up in the fourth. Um, So to me, if I have a positive takeaway immediately is um, we have, if not a top tier point guard, I would say a second tier point guard um, um, top second tier point guard in Fred VanVleet. He guarded probably the best shooting point guard in league history. Um, I know it's a team effort, but he was incredible defensively. Um, we know that of him, but for him to do that as well as to provide an offensive output that is, that merits, um, if not all star accolades, um, um, one that is uh, up there in terms of the top point guards in the league. So I was really impressed with that. So that, 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 those indicators tell me that he can play at a top level. It doesn't mean he, he can be in Antarctica and he will show up, right? Mm. Uh, so all this talk about, well, it's on the road. Well, you know what? We're not in Toronto. We're in Tampa Bay. If you're a basketball player, you're a basketball player. And so um, so to be, to be honest, I was rest assured. Pascal is showing that he's Pascal, the all-star level. He could take anybody off the dribble in the post or outside. Um, and the concerns that I have about the bench um, will be sorted out throughout the season. Um, I think it's a little too early for us to have um, expectations that they're going to be as consistent as they were um, like the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings game.
0: Right, right. Now, uh, any thoughts if you were Nick Nurse? I mean, you know how much I love Nick Nurse. I know you got a lot of mad respect and love for Nick Nurse. But in that final 4.3 seconds, uh in the play that was drawn up any thoughts or any uh maybe different options that you would have looked at rather than pascal getting the ball uh you know basically at the logo
1: okay so that's that that correlates to your second question you know i was tossing and turning. i was tossing and turning because i was thinking could have we executed better uh in that um you know, final 4.3 seconds. Yes, mm-hmm. and no, because I think Nick Nurse said, hey, if the ball goes in with a uh, turnaround jump shot for mid-range by Pascal, we're not having this conversation. We're saying mm-hmm. that was a well-drawn-out play. He misses it, um, and now we're thinking, okay, should if he drove to the basket against Andrew Wiggins, who is not known for his, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars defensive capabilities...
0: No, that's um, true. He does he does have a good elbow to the face, though. for Yes, his defense. absolutely. Yeah, uh,
1: even if it's in front of the refs. Um, for uh, them,
0: check that out on Twitter, everybody.
1: <laughs> um, and so I, I I trust Pascal's judgment as well as um as well as Nick Nurse how he drew it up. He did say that mm-hmm. there was another play, but he didn't go into details in the inter in, in the post game interview. Because he didn't want to show off his cards. That's fine.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um,
1: yeah. I would have still liked for him to go to the basket, considering um, how the refs were calling it at the end. If there was more contact, that he would have gone to the line. Because I don't think anyone could guard him, not even Draymond Green. So I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I certainly uh, thought about what other options. Uh, You know, my daughter, who's uh, a massive Raptors fan, has she been indoctrinated to it? Maybe Uh, people can question that and then I'll uh, analyze that another time. But um, I thought in general, it was a good play. I can live with it uh, if he misses. Um, I'll tell you what did haunt me a bit uh, last night. And that was the actual score, 106. 105 and a game that haunted me despite championship celebrations was game five against golden state in our building. The score was 106, 105. So that just, that just gave me bad vibes. I got (laughs) triggered looking at the score last night. So I liked how they executed the game I think the the core guys did play really solid, but this is something that you and I have talked about. um, And, you know, we're wrestling with Norm Powell is just, he's not given us enough. You know, he he started last night and uh, there's just so many things that he is not at the same level as those other guys. Now, Mind you, OG hasn't been consistent offensively, but OG does enough other things Exactly, you can, you can let his offensive woes or his shooting woes uh, go. Norm isn't even shooting the ball consistently. And then all those other things, his, his lack of awareness, his, his inability to, to secure a defensive rebound, uh, his bad passing, sometimes he, he gets his head down like he did in the past and he makes you know foolish decisions where are you at with norm pal these days
1: you know i don't want to read too um too much in the stat line right um he had nine points uh three of eight from the field one of three from the three-point line went to the line twice turned the ball over three times he was a minus 10 um but uh, it still doesn't capture, um, you know, moving without the ball. You know, there are moments where he felt lo- like he he looked lost on the court um, and discombobulated offensively, not being able to attack the second unit. I, I, there's no one on that Golden State Warriors team except for Kelly Oubre mm-hmm. and Draymond Green that, that screens – defensive acuity aside from that you should be able to attack anyone and everyone and he didn't show that determination that i've seen him do right um there's precedent with norm because that's the frustration Mm -hmm. if you know we wouldn't be this frustrated if we knew his ceiling was you know um wasn't that high Right. right or he didn't have the potential Um, so that's frustrating and it's, and it's, especially for someone who is quote unquote, part of the core, uh, he's a veteran on this, uh, on this young squad. So, um, you know, I don't want to throw the word, the T word out, (laughs) that's trade for you listeners. Um, but he's making me reimagine our squad moving forward, right? Does he have a place? Can we make room for someone else's development? Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you want to make, you know, you want to maximize Kyle Lowry's time on this squad
0: mm-hmm. this
1: year. Um, you want to make use of Siakam's and Van Vleet's performances playing at this high level. Um, so, um, you know, uh, you know, I re, you know, we are attached to these guys he is a part of that championship car core, but this is also a mm-hmm. business. Right. And so oh. I'm sure that Bobby and Masai and Nick Nurse are also thinking the best ways, not just for us based on our expectations, but also for him. So if there's a curve that he still needs to, you know, um go over, maybe it could be on a different squad. Damn, I'm sounding like an HR personnel about
0: to fire somebody. <laughs> uh well let's let's pull out for a second here. And let's uh, <laughs> look look at kind of a bigger picture. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, and let's let's uh, let's focus let's on. Pull, let's pull. Yeah. <laughs> back. Let's pull back. Let's pull back.
1: <laughs> let's pull back. Let's pull back. <laughs> we're, we're, still, we're still we're still there, listeners. Stay with us. <laughs>
0: I had a Bridgerton moment. <laughs> Simon. Simon, baby. Oh, my gosh. Um, Simon energy. But, let, but let's think league-wide for a second, okay? Yeah, yeah. And kind of put this record, put this first nine games into perspective. Um, I also want to reference the fact that after the second game, when we had talked about do we sound the alarm – on this raptor team because we're 0 and two i said you know until we get to two and ten we don't have to really worry about sounding the alarm we're at two and seven but here's my question for you we're looking at uh this team compared to some of the other clubs and some of the other stronger clubs or at least the favored teams we got you know brooklyn at five and six we got uh Denver, I think at four and six, we've mm. got my Miami who's four and four or four and five. Are Are you concerned about not losing sleep? Okay. I'm that's not losing good. Sleep. No, good. I'm still good. not losing
1: sleep. I, you know, uh, Vivek uh, Jacobs, uh, he writes, uh, he now is with the CBC sports, which is, which is cool. Oh, he, wow. mentioned, he mentioned that he so, he predicted that the raptors would be somewhere around the middle pack like 4 or 5 i think okay. it was 4 and that kind of frustrated me cuz i was you know i you know i slightly disagreed with his with you know lower lower expectations but i think he you know it was a lot less to do with last year's squad and the momentum coming into this year right and they had more to do with the fact that other teams had
0: elevated their roster, right? right? improved their roster and making a run for
1: uh, being better contenders. Um, and so you have Philly, you have obviously Boston, uh, you have Milwaukee, and then you have a Miami team that, you know, if last this time last year, no one expected them to go to the finals. Right, so uh, so they're bringing back that same core from last year. So, and then you have Brooklyn, who finally have a healthy Mm KD and Kawhi. So that puts us at the middle of the pack. Are we should we be content with that? With our with our current roster makeup, yes, I think that's that's being realistic. Right, Um, right, and um, things could be far worse. You know, we could have guys not part of. Um, we could have the health protocols and missing, you know, players mm-hmm, on our mm-hmm. roster and, and losing even more games like, yep. um, like it was the case with the Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday. Who I think
0: Doc Rats. Rivers suited up that game.
1: <laughs> Goodness gracious. That, you know, I, I he was that light skin, uh, guard.
0: Right. <laughs> no, that was, pregnant. Uh,
1: exactly. Um, So things could be much worse, especially in this tumultuous year and this season that we're already finding um, the ups and downs Um, again. So I'm not sounding their alarm on a macro level and I'm still not, but I am sounding the alarm or being shown concern on a micro level on, you know, players development on our, you know, on our group culture. Um, There are things that need to be tweaked, that need to be, you know, shifted. A question that I throw back at you, and I think uh, some guys, uh, beat writers, I've already discussed it, and is seeing that we will be a middle of the pack type of team in the East. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this a season where we say, okay, let's invest
0: in our development Mm -hmm. and have a, and you know, if, if you're Messiah, Bobby, you
1: have a meeting with Kyle Lowry. And right. You say, "Hey Kyle, what teams do you want to go to?" Yeah. We will, you know, this is this has more to do with what will be best for the both with both parties, and um, we want you to be in a situation where you can, you know, maybe go for another uh, chip, and where we can now use that roster spot to develop um, our our guys uh, for the long term. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think you know, 10, 12 games from now, it's going to be even uh, a bigger discussion unless we somehow win 10 to 12 games in a row, which I don't think we're going to do. But if we do, then we're, this conversation is null and void. But I, I think it's, a, it's certainly a bigger question. Uh, it's certainly something that I'm thinking about more because I want to respect Kyle Lowry's last season or, or two whether with us or in the league.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it, it is a weird year. There's no doubt about that. This is a funky year. And if I can see the Raptors being like anybody that I've historically seen in a weird season, I wouldn't be surprised if we're the New York Knicks of the 99-2000 oh, season.
1: Oh, my I
0: think gosh. it was 99-2000, although it might have just been 99. The lockout year, yeah. The when uh, the Knicks, Knicks went to the finals and lost to San Antonio. yeah, an eight um, But anyways, that's me just, you know, uh, wanting the best for our squad. But it is a really bizarre year. Uh, yeah, so I, I love Kyle. He's my favorite Raptor of all time. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's a lot of people's favorite player of all time. But he, I just want the best for him uh, always. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a conversation that they're having. Uh, I, I I think it would be fun, uh, 10, 12 games from now to, to look at where would we want almost like his retirement package to be in, in the NBA. But, uh, for now, we're going to have to leave it at that because we're cause of time. And, and because we have other things to look forward to, we have a Portland game coming up. You and I have a podcast we're recording later tonight before the, the Portland game. Yes. Um, where we go through, yes, which yes, some yes. fans might be already going through the archives themselves, but we're going to go through some of the disappointments, historical disappointments in franchise history. Um, before we sign off, I got to plug uh, – we've referenced them here in the podcast, but I, I got to sh- give a shout-out to Will Lou. Those who are listening, if you're on Twitter, if you like listening to Raptors Podcasts, Raptors over everything, William Liu. He's probably my favorite Raptors reporter, uh, beat writer. I love Katie Hendel. Um, I'll give her mad love. Uh, you know, every, every day I'll, I'll give respect and, and shout-outs to her. But Will Liu has got to be my favorite. Um, and so make sure you follow Will Liu. West he's Toronto. Been, he yeah, he's been, connection. Come I'll on.
1: Boy.
0: He's been He's incredibly funny. He's incredibly insightful, but like, unlike, sorry, a lot of other Raptors writers, I think he still has a piece of his fandom in him every game, <laughs> because Eric Kareen and Blake Murphy, as good as they are, I think they have a distance. They keep, they keep the team, or at least their heart from the team, school, at old arm's length. Journalist. Yeah, yeah. Old
1: school yeah. Sports journalist. Yeah.
0: Anyways, man, uh, I hope that your Nightmares are are taken away, are remedied by tonight's game, and uh, I hope that uh, we're looking at our third win of the season, and we can have a little bit sunnier skies when we wake up tomorrow.
1: <laughs> is this the last game uh, of the West Coast? This is
0: our, our last our last game sure. of the West trip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, man.
1: Um, again, I I was opt- I'm optimistic. Uh, that we can win this as yep. much as I was the previous games, even the Phoenix game, I was optimistic yeah, that we could win for
0: sure, it. And for sure, didn't
1: go our way. Uh, so um, it's going to be entertaining. I, I I really enjoy watching Damian Lillard. Uh, he, he's an exciting basketball player, um, and uh, you know, since you made one, you know, one plug, um, I, I want to really give a shout out to. Fred VanVleet, I, he's going to go against Damian Willard. He's definitely going to be guarding him this game, uh, yep. just like he did Steph uh, last. I played Steph. I played Steph. Uh, Steph's stat was was pedestrian, um, yep. to say the least. And mm-hmm. you know, for a player of his stature uh, and legacy, you know, he's bound to have one of those games. But it's it's not a coincidence that it go it, that he has one of these games against uh f- Fred Ramboli, right? Um and so uh I want to give out, you know, a shout out to 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 Fred. He's a he's a he's a husband, he's a father.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> rock. And Fred, we get right to we that...
0: get to watch him play for the next 4 years. It's amazing. Yeah, I got, love it. Uh,
1: and and people and people who said that he was overpaid
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: uh, Go do yoga you know do some (laughs) meditation reflect maybe there's some you know wound inside your heart for you not to want to see someone get paid for some reason or some you know um this guy's playing and performing at a level that even goes beyond what he was paid for i understand that the market attributed what he what we offered but he's showing that he's a top he's you know he's flirting. He's flirting at least as a top tier point guard. I know he's not, and he's more on that second tier. But uh, grateful to have him. Um, I just ma- I just wanted to make sure I made that shout out. Actually, yeah, I'm already and, I'm already feeling
0: better. There you go. Oh great, great. And unlike um, uh, you know uh, what people don't know as well, on top of the money that he received every single night, including last night, even in a gracious. loss. Masai Ujiri, Masai Ujiri is picking up Fred's checks when he goes out for <laughs> dinner, okay? So let, he was underpaid, if anything, but regardless. Tonight he's going to show up against Damian Lillard again. We're going to prove that we have a top five uh, backcourt in the league, and I look forward to, to hopefully talking with you on a good note tomorrow morning <laughs> with a victory. Oh, no. uh, stay, stay safe, everybody. Have a good work day, Zaya, Thank and you. we'll uh, we'll we'll catch up with you for the archives of disappointment later today. All right, peace, good man. Day. Peace.